I've seen enough. I've heard enough. The Locked On Vikings decision desk is calling it. Justin Jefferson's extension is imminent. It's happening probably this weekend. Welcome to the Locked On Vikings podcast. You liked it on three, one, two, three. You, like you are Locked On Vikings, your daily Minnesota Vikings podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What's up, what's up, what's up, everybody? Welcome to the Locked On Vikings podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. As always, I am your host, Luke Braun, and let's find some joy today. You can find the Locked On Vikings podcast wherever you find your favorite shows, whether it is an audio listening place, whatever your favorite app is, or YouTube or even Amazon Fire and Roku. Just download the Locked On Minnesota Sports app. Thank you so much to those of you who listen to this show every single day. My hashtag everydayers. Love you guys and uh, love to hear from you. Leave a comment if you're watching on YouTube. Today's episode is brought to you by Prize Picks, the easiest and most exciting way to play daily fantasy sports. Go to prizepicks.com slash locked on NFL and use code locked on NFL, all lowercase, for a first deposit match up to $100. We are going to talk a lot more about Prize Picks later in the show. I'm going to do a, we're going to play a little Prize Picks uh, and make some prized picks. And stick around to the end of the show where I have an announcement to share with you guys. We'll also talk about the upcoming Tampa Bay Buccaneers game and your bold predictions. But first, hey, we got some news to cover, right? Josh Metellus signs a new extension. Justin Jefferson probably signing his. I want to start there. Um, The reports have been numerous. Diana Rossini has been talking about Justin Jefferson being close to an extension for like weeks now, saying that the Vikings are targeting week one kickoff as kind of their d- deadline as they want kind of want to have it done this weekend, this coming weekend. Um, so that could mean today, Friday, Saturday could even happen in the middle of the game or whatever. Um, but now Ben Gessling went on his podcast, access Vikings with Andrew Kramer. And he said that the, things seem on track for that to also happen. Uh, that they're on schedule for the deal to get done this weekend. Uh, I believe Judd Zolgad also confirmed the same. Uh, the main conversation that I have heard about this has been about the press conference that he had on Thursday. Uh, reporters asked him a million questions about the contract. He basically didn't answer any of them. And you always get a little nervous when you hear non-answers, right? Like, why can't you just answer the question? Uh, and I kind of want to quell that concern. Like, I got a message from somebody who's a frequent question asker who was like, how can, how can I get, how can I not freak out? When I hear, you know, when it wouldn't, it's like contract time. And I think the best answer to that is, A, I mean, don't freak out. You don't have to freak out. You just don't do that. <laughs> but, but I think the answer to that is, is watch the actual presser, honestly. Um, when we rely on people to type up or paraphrase things for us, we become susceptible to their biases and um, their not going to have the same motives as we are. Sometimes they're influenced by what their source has told them, or they're influenced by what their story is going to be, you know? Um, I, I Not to like call anybody out or anything like that, but it, that's the nature of the business. Uh, don't trust someone else's word for it. When you can go find it yourself, you know, and, and Hey, that it's on the Vikings website, just go watch it. And, and I think it'll come away a little bit calmer. Basically, he was asked a whole bunch of questions in this press conference about his contract, and he didn't answer any of them. 
Uh, and, and it kind of felt like, well, you know, he was like really hedgy about all of it. He's like, well, yeah, I don't know if the contract is going to, I would love a contract. I don't know what's going to happen with it. You know, I leave it up to my agent. I would love to stay with Kirk Cousins. I don't know though. And it's like, whoa, why is he so, I don't know he about everything. And it's because he has to be. You're not allowed, you, if, if contract negotiations are going great, you're not allowed to say they're going great. And if they're going poorly, you're not allowed to say that they're going poorly. I get why you have to ask those questions, but as viewers of this, we don't have, we should not expect an answer. And if you expected an answer and then you're getting freaked out because he's being cagey, you got to understand that you shouldn't have expected an answer. I guess that's my answer to that. In terms of the contract itself, I don't know what we're going to see. Uh, we'll circle back to this next week, I think, if uh, it does indeed get signed this weekend, and I'll do a whole breakdown of it, and we'll have the details and stuff kind of after uh, we've talked about whatever happens in the Bucks game. But I'm expecting somewhere between 30 and $32 million a year. Uh, I would love to see five years. I wouldn't be shocked to see three. But for me, the more years the contract is, the bigger a win that is for the Vikings as a team. Um, the more team control that they can get over Justin Jefferson. If it's a three-year deal and he's like back to the negotiating table three years from now, that obviously isn't as good of an outcome. But there actually was a real extension that's worth talking about, which is Josh Metellus. Uh, Josh Metellus signs a two-year deal, $6 million guaranteed, up to $13 million. As of this recording, I do not have any further details, but we can make some uh, assumptions. We can make some educated guesses, I guess. Um, six million guaranteed probably means a lot of that's in a signing bonus. And then that his, usually the first year of this, these deals are like fully guaranteed kind of cause why not? Uh, like what are we going to cut Josh Metellus? We already had cut down day. And then on the higher side, up to 13 million implies some level of incentives. And that can be anything from workout bonuses, which just like reward you for showing up to OTAs. And you would expect that he'll get those all the way to like playtime incentives, which would be like my guess or something like make the playoffs or win the Super Bowl, those kinds of incentives. Uh, but I'm going to guess that it's a playtime thing. My intuition is that this is a this is a deal rewarding Josh Metellus for being a good player throughout his whole rookie contract, being a leader, being a team captain, all that stuff, core special teamer, doing dirty work, doing rotational roles, and, and ultimately elbowing his way into a defense that didn't plan to be compelled to put him in. That's an accomplishment. And I'm kind of sick of hearing for a sixth round pick for him. I mean, that's it's been three years. He's no longer a sixth round guy. He's a rotational player that has earned his way onto the defense and made the Vikings adjust their plan. They're using they're not using big nickel because Brian Flores really likes big nickel. They're using big nickel because Brian Flores really likes Josh Metellus. And this contract sort of further affirms that. So my guess is the way this goes is he's making some level of money that is here is your rotational player contract and you make this set amount of money. And if you become a true bona fide starter and we'll measure that with like a playtime incentive, it becomes a $13 million deal over two years, which six and a half million a year is pretty low end safety money. So that is sort of what he can like ascend to. Uh, and, and what I don't want this to become is another thing about Lewis Seen. I don't think this has anything to do with Lewis Seen. I know that Josh Metellus is kind of stapled to Lewis Seen now because Seen came in and was supposed to beat him really easily and didn't, and then that was that. But I, I think it's time for us to to let that go, let that connection go away, and stop obsessing over it, and instead recognize that this is Josh Metellus being recognized for doing very good work. He is being properly rewarded 
for doing really good stuff. It's time to give him some damn credit. I think that's what I'm getting at here. Give Josh Metellus some damn credit because he has been a core special teamer, good special teamer, uh, and used that role to develop into a safety that the Vikings cannot deny. It'd be super easy to just say we have two safeties like everybody else. No, the Vikings have three, and they got seen waiting in the wings for when Harrison Smith retires. Um, so good for Josh Metellus. I will keep you posted on contract details when they come out, if you need me to. Um, but for now, let's move on to the Tampa Bay Buccaneers game. We previewed it with David Harrison yesterday on Crossover Thursday. So now I want to go into the predictions part. We'll do some prize picks, prized picks, and uh, we'll also do your bold predictions. Before I get into that, however, did you know that 80% of men will experience some level of hair thinning over their lifetime, whether it's full-on male pattern baldness or just a little bit of thinning? I got, I got it going on a little bit back here, and it doesn't feel great, right? You feel a little bit like you're losing your youth. I say, boys, we don't have to resign ourselves to this. There is a way to take a little bit of control with science-backed hair growth supplement Nutrafol. Nutrafol supports healthy hair growth from within by targeting the root causes of thinning, such as stress, hormones, environment, nutrition, all of that stuff. You go to Nutrafol.com slash men, and you take their hair health hair health wellness quiz, which will help identify causes of thinning. So it's not just some snake oil that you're putting on. No, they're telling you, no, this is like probably because of stress or diet or whatever, and helps you improve your lifestyle, and that will improve your scalp. So take the first step to visibly thicker, healthier hair. For a limited time, Nutrafol is offering our listeners $10 off of your first month subscription and free shipping when you go to Nutrafol.com slash men and enter the promo code LOCKEDONNFL. Find out why over 4,000 healthcare professionals recommend Nutrafol for healthier hair. Nutrafol.com slash men. N-U-T-R-A-F-O-L dot com slash men. And enter promo code locked on NFL. That's neutral.com slash men promo code locked on NFL. Thank you so much for making Locked On Vikings your first listen of the day each and every day. Hey, also check out the Ultimate NFL Preview. I got together with all of the other NFC North hosts, uh, Matt and Peter and Lauren, and we chatted about the NFC North, who's going to win it, who's going to come in last, who's going to do better than they did last year, all of that stuff. And you can check that out for all of the divisions, one of the cool ultimate things that we do at the Locked On Network. Anytime you see ultimate, you got to tune in. Uh, let's do prize picks. Um, prize picks, will I'll tell you more about their service in a minute, but they are daily fantasy made easy. It's just, it's like a more than less than game. Uh, and if you are in a place that is eligible to play daily fantasy, then you can join along with me. But uh, I have done a couple of prize picks here. Usually on prize picks, you mash all your picks together and it's an all or nothing kind of thing. I've got to get all four of these right and then I get a bigger payout. Uh, you don't have to necessarily treat these that way. You can treat these as all individual ones, although I am going to put all these down. So... The first one that I'm going to do here is Alexander Madison, more than half a touchdown. Uh, It can be a rushing or receiving, even a passing touchdown. But I think that's kind of crazy that it's set at at just one half. On the sports books, on like FanDuel, um, Madison as an anytime touchdown score is minus 140. So Vegas clearly thinks this is a greater than 50% likelihood that he'll get just one. And I mean, it's pretty easy to imagine, right? Um, so half a touchdown was an easy ad for me. 
And then I wanted to go to some of the other tertiary pass catchers. Right now, Justin Jefferson's receiving yards is set at more than less than uh, 89 and a half. So that felt like, I mean, 90 feels like a pretty good target for him. You're not always going to have 100-yard games, right? I, I, I probably would say more than if I had to, but I kind of wanted to leave that one go. And then I found um, TJ Hawkinson, who's set at 47 and a half. I think that's a fairly easy number to beat. So I went with more than 47 and a half for TJ Hawkinson as well. Uh, looking at that, I mean, JJ will definitely get his, but looking at the way that that Todd Bowles plays defense, I think there's going to be a lot of man to man. And then there's going to be uh, like rotated quarter stuff, which takes like that will be tailored if JJ's really killing them. It'll be tailored, like the adjustment that they have will be tailored to doubling him, and then it's time to go look at uh, TJ Hawkinson. But I do think that this goes through JJ first. And then, like failing that, the Vikings will would, would adapt and, and start to kind of look at something else. That something else could also be Jordan Addison. But I was looking at these prize picks things, and one of the ones that they have is receiving yards in the first two receptions. And the number is set at 20 and a half. So if you see like a couple of shorter stick routes or other sort of little hitches or something like that before he gets explosive plays, then that would be less than. So I'm, I'm actually going with less than there. I think Jordan Addison might get a couple of things to get in rhythm before we start going after the big explosives. I'm sort of envisioning a game flow here where it starts with Justin Jefferson one-on-one -on -one with like, I don't know, Jamel Dean or Carlton Davis or, or whichever one they have on him. And... I kind of feel like JJ wins that matchup straight up and then they start adjusting and doing things to try to take him away. And so really, I think at the crux of this is predicting what the Vikings counterpunch is. And that counterpunch might just be the run game, hence the Madison. It might be Hawkinson. And if it is Addison, I don't think it starts that way. I don't think you're going to go into this game saying we're going to target Jordan Addison deep. It's going to be JJ. Um, on the flip side, I looked at quite a few of the Buccaneers ones. They've actually got a lot for Mike Evans right now. So if you are in an eligible state, you can still get Mike Evans and say, you know, less than seven targets. And if he doesn't play, I'm pretty sure you get that. But the one that I did feel pretty good about was Baker Mayfield, seven and a half rush yards. And I went with more than Um that just kind of feels like something that'll happen. Look, this is the first game of all these Brian Flores blitzes. They're going to get Baker Mayfield under pressure. Uh, I, I went pretty deep on that in a Patreon post. You can find it at patreon.com slash LukeBrownNFL, where I did a, uh, like a, a sort of scouting exercise. And one of the things that I caught was about their protections and the way that the Bucks respond when you walk somebody up to the line of scrimmage or when you threaten any kind of blitz, which we'll do a whole bunch in this game, is to transition into 5-0. It's a pretty common response. 5-0 is man-to-man -man protection. One guy on one guy, nothing fancy, no slides, nothing like that. So when you're in man-to-man, -man, it's kind of like when you're in man-to-man -man coverage. If guys are crossing past each other, it gets really hard to stay with your assignments. So... Walking a guy up to the line of scrimmage and then stunting can be a really effective strategy when that's your key counterpunch. Uh, that is a thing Brian Flores does a lot. Like, that's exactly the Brian Flores defense. So I see the way that they would respond to something that looks like what Brian Flores will do 
and sort of playing right into exactly what Flores is. I mean, this is why it's designed that way, right? It's designed to force you into 5-0 protections, and I don't think the Bucks are going to resist that particular part of the game plan. And then it just becomes a matter of, will your like backup guard that the rookie beat out be able to stop Daniil Hunter looping inside or, or Marcus Davenport looping inside? I'm, I'm taking our guys in that matchup, to be honest. And then it's Baker Mayfield, who does like to run around. Now, I think it's different than the way he was as a rookie or at Oklahoma, where he was a lot more dynamic. Uh, I think he dumps it a little more. Suddenly, the completion percentage goes up, you know? But I also am not quite sure we're going to have the disciplined contain part of the blitzes. That's something that feels like it takes a little bit more time to get down. So I very much see a world, and, and I mean, this can go in one play, right? It's just seven and a half yards. Uh, I can see a a world where we throw a big blitz at you. It's third and 15. Baker Mayfield escapes, runs, gets run down, and, you know, gets 12 of it. And we let him get 12 of it because, you know, we just know he doesn't, he needs to not get past the line. And then that's that. And that's all it takes. So I went with more than on QB rushing yards. And I'm honestly probably going to do a lot of this. So I'm going to do prize picks every week for all of these. I'm, I'm going to do this exact same thing. Very excited about it. Uh, if you want to play along and you are in an eligible state, you can go to prizepicks.com and get involved as well. You can go to prizepicks.com slash locked on NFL and use code locked on NFL and get a first deposit match up to $100. It's a great way to test your skills on predicting the outcomes of games and actually try to put a little bit of money where your mouth is maybe. It takes like 10 seconds to just submit your picks and go and all of your picks will again like smash together and become a bigger payout. But it's of course you got to get every single thing right. If you go for just two, that's great. If you go for three, you can actually do what's called a flex play where you don't get as big of a payout, but you only have to hit two of three. That might be the direction you want to go either way. Uh, prize picks has a whole bunch of really cool promotions that can help you get started as well. And they have quick withdrawals and very quick payouts as well. Once again, go to prizepicks.com slash locked on NFL and use code locked on NFL for a first deposit match up to $100 prize picks daily fantasy made easy. It is time, everybody. It is so time to get bold. We're doing bold predictions. It is back, baby. This is such a fun thing we've been doing for a couple of years now. I put out a call every Thursday morning asking you all for your bold predictions. I want your craziest predictions. I want your most unhinged nonsense. I want you to travel into the recesses of your mind. I want you to go find the deepest, darkest, dankest corner of it and go pull out that weird little gremlin with all the wrong teeth and ask it what its prediction is for Vikings Bucks. <laughs> I got, I think, like 200 responses. I am deeply overwhelmed by the amount of, of participation. And you guys seem to really, really, really love this. So I'm very happy to bring it back. Here is the deal this year. Uh, I, I made a bet with somebody, but I'll make it with everybody else. Uh, if you guys get one right, I will do the gritty on this show. Uh, that is partially because I, I had uh, I, I criticized the gritty video that the Vikings recently put out with Justin Jefferson and then like the guy from LSU that actually invented the dance um, that I thought it was like pretty staged and it felt like not 
nearly as organic as the gritty itself is. So I was like, man, this sucks. And people got very, very mad at me. So you know what? Gettable prediction. I'll do it on uh, right here on this show. Uh, and if you're a, a, an audio listener, you'll just have to come to YouTube that week. So when you give me a bold prediction, I'm only going to pick like a handful of them. Uh, the, the amount that I can read, right? So I'm going to give you a quick, here's, here's how to get me to pick your bold prediction. A, make it fun. If you're like Jordan Addison, 200 receiving yards, very bold, not fun though. Like that's just a number, right? That's not like, uh, something that I'm ever going to pick. Um, don't worry too much about having the right specific number. A lot of times I'll say, Hmm, I like the concept, but I just need to juice it up. Or I love the concept, but that's too impossible. I'm going to scale. I'll, I'll give you this or that. And I'll do that a lot here too. So don't worry too much about that, but be creative about it. You know, like have a little bit of fun with it. So with that in mind, the first one that I'm doing today comes from Eric Thompson, who says that Vita Vea amasses exactly zero quarterback pressures. And I am going to have to juice this one up a bit because I don't think that's quite enough. Uh, I'm going to expand this to disruptions entirely, which I'm defining as pressures plus run stops. Run stops are tackles for an unsuccessful play, which includes tackle for loss, but also a tackle for like one yard on first and 10, right? That's an unsuccessful play. And it's a metric that uh, PFF tracks. So we'll use that. Pressures plus run stops. I think for this to be, I mean, we're all scared of Vita Vea in this game, right? With, with Garrett Bradbury and all that. I think for this to cash, Vita Vea needs to be entirely shut out of the game. And I'm also going to put in a stipulation that if he like leaves the game early uh, or gets injured in some way, I'm not giving you that. I'm not giving you this on a technicality. Um, he needs to be like straight up dominated and it needs to be real in both the run and in the pass. Total shutdown. Uh, next one comes from the missed kick who says two Baker Mayfield check down or sorry, 12 Baker Mayfield check downs to Rashad white, who is a run after catch monster with the second level exposed due to the Vikings blitzing. Um, so I pressed him a little bit on, cause I needed a, a, a number for, uh, I, I didn't just, I want to just go with like after catch monster. I needed a number. He said 120 yards after the catch. That is quite a number for yards after the catch receiving. I mean, 120 receiving yards in general for Rashad white would be insane, but all of it coming after the catch on 12 receptions. Uh, and he said also that he would get negative hundred receiving yards, which is very funny, but I'm not going to hold you to that. 120 yards after the catch on 12 receptions for Rashad white. That is what I am defining as the bet. Uh, next one comes from Zachary Hayes, who says first pass play, Byron Murphy, pick six. Now, you made a mistake here. You said first pass play, not first Buccaneers pass play. <laughs> so if the Vikings get the ball first, you will lose this bet. And I'm going to hold you to that. Be careful with your wording, everybody. May, let this be a lesson to you. I usually wouldn't hold you to that. But hey, this is the first week. All right, we got to set the tone. Um, I, how cool would that be, though? Byron Murphy just pick six them right off the bat uh, and, and got the Vikings on the board 7-0. And then we get the ball after halftime. Let's get it. Uh, scene season says Lewis scene has three interceptions. <laughs> I love it. I absolutely love the energy, especially from somebody who is like scene season. Like, Oh, you're just like the biggest Lewis scene fan. Okay. That rocks. Um, I three interceptions is insane and I love the bold energy. I'll give you one. Um, one is fine by me. So if Lewis scene gets in the, I like, I'll be surprised if Lewis gets in the game much, if at all. If he actually gets an intercept, you know what? No, I'll give you two because he only needs to be in for one play to get one pick, right? I'll give you two. Two interceptions for Lewis Seen. And uh, this, I, I will say that this bold prediction caches. 
Next one comes from RJ Walsh, who parlayed Hawkinson, Jefferson, uh, Madison, and Addison touchdowns. Parlayed all four. And made it seem like he actually made that bet somewhere. So, Godspeed. That is incredibly bold. Um, Four touchdowns on offense is already a lot, right? Like, 28 points is already an above-average scoring game for an NFL team. Uh, But also parlaying each and every person no duplicates and all that and getting it it would have to be like they would have to be really running up the score i think for this to become likely it's it's a good parlay last one that i'm going to do for this comes from cameron rolf who says ivan pace doesn't start still gets three sacks i love it so the the two conditions of not starting literally i will define that as just the first snap uh, and I'm sure he'll have a rotational role. So just the first snap. I'm not going to say, well, he he was the starting max. So, you know, that's technically a starter. No, no, no. If he's not on the field in the first step, snap, we are live. And then he'll have to get three sacks. It will have to be a lot of their Mac package, which is going to be their their uh, what I'll call um, when when Ivan Pace like replaces Hicks or Asamoah awesome on the field. That's going to be like their Mac versus the Mike. Uh, that will have to be on the field quite a bit. And I think the best opportunity for Ivan Pay's sacks will be third and longs, where you don't necessarily need Jordan Hicks on the field because it's non-rushing situation, or third and mediums even. Just anything where they can't run, right? Like two-minute drills and stuff, that's going to be your best opportunity to send Ivan Pace on a blitz and get a sack. But even if you get... Like, if you get one, that's a pretty sick call, and I'll give you a lot of credit. Uh, if he comes down with three... Man of my word, I'll do the gritty. Uh... And someone needs to teach me the critic because I don't know how to do it. Before I go today, uh, there are going to be a couple of changes coming to this here podcast feed. So you're going to want to listen up. Um, The Minnesota Football Party is a show that I do with Sam Ekstrom and Luke Inman and Arif Hassan over at Locked On Sports Minnesota. If you are a YouTube viewer, your experience will not change at all. If you are an audio listener, heads up, the Minnesota Football Party on Mondays and Thursdays, which are the days that I participate on it, will be uploaded to the Locked On Vikings podcast feed. So this feed will now have two more shows a week on it than it used to have. I'm super stoked on that. Um, I mean, this is a show that we have been doing. If you haven't checked it out, it's really, really fun. We're, we've, we've got a very bizarre and completely unhinged lack of structure, kind of on purpose. Like, my goal on that show is mostly to sabotage Sam Ekstrom uh, and <laughs> sabotage his desire to get, like, a clean show out. So I hope you enjoy it. If you haven't listened to it yet, uh, this is a great opportunity to consider it. Um, and it will not replace anything. We're not getting rid of Locked On Viking shows or anything like that. You still get five Locked On Viking shows a week. Now you just get an extra two. Also with the postcasts, after the Buccaneers game, which by the way, you can find the Buccaneers game on Sirius XM. Uh, go listen to it on, on Sirius. We're partnered with Sirius and you can go listen to it at noon central over there. Um, as for the postcast, which we live stream on Locked On Minnesota Sports YouTube feed, we'll still have the audio on the Locked On Vikings feed. So if you're subscribed to Locked On Vikings on your podcast app, you'll now get two additional shows in the Minnesota Football Party and a third additional show in the postcast after every game. And that'll be me and Sam Ekstrom. And we're actually going to expand that cast of characters as well. Uh, so make sure you tune in for that. For now, for me, thank you all so much for hanging out this whole offseason. The offseason is over. That's it. My last technically offseason podcast. We're in the actual regular season now. Uh, Skull Vikings, go beat the Bucks. 
And as always, once more, skull.